The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they're fun. And everybody needs a little fun. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. If you've watched television or went on the internet, you might be thinking... Before this show is over, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use if we decide to be doers of the word and actually hear the word and actually obey the word. Otherwise, it's just noise. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Still, the best Crawford Radio question ever. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. So if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question... If you have an answer to Bible trivia, which we'll do later, perhaps a prayer request, a praise report, something that's just bouncing around in your noodle and you just want somebody to help you bake it out. That's all. Just reach out to us and call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. You get a chance to say hi to Captain Chris, who's been doing a phenomenal job taking over the reins from Terrific Tea. You're doing an excellent job. We're very happy with it. Just to let you Thank know. you very much. You betcha. Also, you can text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can email us. David at he must increase.org. That's David at he must increase.org. That, of course, leads us to the website. And why that's important? Well, there's about nine reasons why, why it's important. At the top of that list is it's a place to give. Yeah, that's important. Also, a place to get a book. That's good. Also, audio and video, plus different things on there. There's pictures. It kind of gives you a feel for what we are, what the show is, and what we're trying to do. It's a little bit of a blessing and a little bit annoying at the same time. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Website, hemustincrease.org, hemustincrease.org. Email david at hemustincrease.org. Facebook. He must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. All right, so most of you have an idea of what we're doing and what we're trying to do. The idea is this is not your church, and I don't want you to think it is. It's not. 
Okay? This is Christian fellowship. That's what we do on the radio. We have Christian fellowship. This is not your primary, but it is a place for you to fellowship, to share, to pray, to know, to draw closer to the Lord. If anybody gets one step closer to the Lord, we have had success in the ministry. That's how we look at it. He must increase, but we must decrease. That's the whole point. And so as we do this, we do our best to encourage you as we see the day getting closer and closer to lift one another up and encourage one another. Just think of me as an older, or even for some of you, a younger brother, yet still annoying no matter which age group I'm in. Okay? As long as you get that, then you got it going. Uh, I do want to start off by giving a prayer of praise to the Lord for all the answered prayers. I'm going to talk a little bit in an incognito capacity in just a few seconds about somebody who had some blessing or favor in the Lord. But let me just offer up before the Lord with all of us collectively giving acknowledgement to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, to the graciousness that God has poured upon each one of us throughout not just this day and not just this week and not just this year, but throughout years and years. Let's just take a moment. Father, we come before you right now, and we come before you in the precious and powerful and wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And we pray with help from the Holy Spirit to give you acknowledgement, praise, honor, and glory for everything you've done. We don't understand everything, and we're not going to sit here and and try and pretend we're brilliant and all that, but we trust that you have our best interests in mind, and even on things we don't get, we extend faith and confidence in your character, and we just want to say thank you. Thank you for all of it. Thank you for allowing us to know you. Thank you for allowing us to love you. Thank you for your graciousness in our lives. We could never pay it back, but we're still going to love spending eternity with you, letting you know how much we appreciate you. We lift these things up in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. That's how we rock and roll on the show. You think, rock and roll? That doesn't seem right. Well, let's see. My feet are on the rock, and my name is on the roll. So I'm going to go with rock and roll is okay. All right, there you go. That's right. That's an oldie but a goodie. <laughs> All right. We are in the book of Psalms. We are in Psalm chapter 7, and I want to talk about this. This is wonderful, and that's uh, how I'm going to say that. Psalm chapter 7, and we are looking at verse 10. It says this, my defense is God. Oh, that's good. And God is the just judge. Let's start again. My defense is of God who saves me and saves the upright in heart. God is a just judge and God is angry with the wicked every day. There's two things I want you to know about this. First and foremost, as David is writing this psalm, and remember he's being attacked in his character and so he's kind of you know fighting back through prayer, which is like the best way to fight back uh, in any situation that you're in is to come before the Lord and petition the Lord to be on, if you're in the right, be on your side. If you're in the wrong, to expose it to you and show you and let yourself be examined so that you could acknowledge it, humble yourself, and and as we say, eat the humble pie quickly and be honest and earnest about it. But if you're in the right and there's a situation that's going on, it's cool to be able to say, God is my defense. Okay? There is no better lawyer. There's no better defender. There's no better judge. There's no better person to represent you than God. 
And we have had somebody in our uh, little fellowship, our Christian fellowship, and they had uh, people that were attacking them, uh, their character and who they were. And so uh, we've prayed for them, and they've been praying, and they had a gathering, and uh, the Lord defended the person, and the, it all came out right. It all came as it always does in the hands of God. It came out the way it was supposed to come out, and the person was, um, I don't want to say justified, but acknowledged might be a great way to say that. And in this case, God was this person person's defense in their situation. I find it amazing that I just found this out this morning in this teaching, which was planned four days ago, five days ago, is how we set it up. But don't you think that's amazing? So this morning, you know, I know what the teaching is going to be from four days ago, and yet we have an actual story that correlates to the teaching. I just love stuff like that. Those are the little gracelets that come from the Lord. And here, what we're understanding is that God is our defense. And in the New Testament, it says Jesus is our advocate. An advocate, just in case you don't know, is a representative, almost like a defense attorney. And it's like, there's a lot. Now, look at my family is filled with attorneys. And you think, well, how much so? Michigan State University, one of the chief professors and chairs is my cousin, Elliot Spoon. So, uh, and Elliot happens to be my attorney and some other things, so I happen to know these things very well. We have a family filled with attorneys. My dad, who was a builder and a very successful one, still went and got his law degree, took the bar in, in Michigan, then was kind of bored, but he bought a house also in Arizona. He had two houses, one on Camelback Mountain, one in the nice place in Detroit, and then he took the bar in Arizona because he was bored and scored one of the top 15 scores of all time. So this is not, we're not kidding here. I know really good attorneys. Not my dad, not my cousin Elliot, not anybody you've seen on TV, not anybody in the kangaroo courts that we see on TV. Nobody is a defense attorney like God. And what's cool about God is that he has all the facts. Not some of the facts, not one side of it. He's got all the information, which from an eternal point of view is the only reason why he can be the only judge. He's the only one that has all the facts. And I want you to understand that God is your judge. Now, if you do something wrong and the Lord challenges you, own it. I mean, you're not going to win in an argument with God. Nobody ever has. Okay. And if you haven't done something wrong and you come before the Lord and you ask him to be your your defense, to be your strength in that process, to be your shield, uh, one thing you can count on is there is no better place to have defense than in the Lord himself. Okay? I want you to get that. God is your defense. And one of the wonderful, I just want to say, one of the most wonderful things is that in Jesus Christ, that defense is all the way through all eternal. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you're permitted to sin, but it does mean that when you do mess up, your defense attorney is on retainer. <laughs> and so you don't even the only call you have to make is up. <laughs> That's the only phone call you got to make. Lord help me. And your defense attorney is there, and you are covered by the blood of Jesus, and you are forgiven, you are delivered, and you are touched. By the greatest of all, 
God is the greatest defense of all. Isn't that cool? All right, we'll take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience, you say? I'll put it to you like this. Do you love a good joke that's pretty bad? What do you call an animal that doesn't practice what it preaches? A hippocritopotamus. Do you love being able to ask questions, comments, or having someone to pray for you? If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want it to have a chance. And last but not least, do you love some trivia? All right, we got our trivia question. Uh, Who made clothes out of leaves that were sewed together? Somebody want to answer the trivia question? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Here you go. This is David. Who am I talking to? We're talking to Mary. This is Al. This is Brother Ace. This is Eric. This is Deborah. Now, if that doesn't make you curious, maybe you should tune in and check it out for yourself. Think of me as the big brother that won't go away. <laughs> That's me. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience weekdays at 1.30 p.m. on 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is John. Hi, John. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. And you? I'm doing fantastic. I'm actually having a a wonderful day. And, uh, you know, every once in a while you get some extra time in with the Lord and you just think, man, I can't wait to hear that trumpet. (laughs) I just can't wait. (laughs) I just can't wait. What's going on? You want to know the answer, I I guess. I do. I do. And so this is a good one. How many times did the boy who Elijah raised from the dead, how many times did he sneeze? Seven. That is correct, sir. You are right. <laughs> a little unknown fact from a lot of people that they might not be aware of is that actually he, uh, so after Elisha stretched himself out, the child sneezed seven times. And then the child opened his eyes, which means that he sneezed those seven times without his eyes open, which is like, wow, that's bizarre. It's like, how huh. do you do that? I, I just thought like, about it that yeah, way. Yeah, it's like, how would you do, I mean, how do you, sne- I mean, <clears throat> My eyes go in the back of my head when I sneeze. I just don't know how that well, Didn't, didn't uh, he lie prostrate across yes, him? Yes, and... correct. That is exactly well, that, what he I, did. I thought, okay, if he was sneezing, was he sneezing in Elijah's face? That's an excellent question. I do not have that answer, but I you have <laughs> well, to have sit to there and wonder. To find that one out, huh? Yeah, I mean, the prophets <laughs> went through a lot, although it... it <laughs> It could be a tough one. Excellent job, my friend. Excellent, excellent answer. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Nice to talk to you as well. All right. All right. God God bless. bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Right. (laughs) We roll. We roll. That's a great question that he sneezed in his face. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here we go with our first trivia question. Okay, true and false, true or false, so that's always nice. Gives you a 50-50, right? So if you get it wrong and I go, almost, you know what direction to go. True or false, John says in his gospel that when Judas... Went to betray Jesus. It was night. It was night. 
For those that are trying to figure that out, John chapter 13 would be where you want to go if you're going to look it up, okay? If you think you know the answer, you want to call 972-445-0770. Or you can text in 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email to david at he must increase dot org. We already have somebody calling in, so we want to make sure if you're going to answer that question, you want to take a shot at it because somebody's about to answer it, I think. Let me say that as uh, you know, because sometimes people call in for other reasons. Although still nobody calling in to get us a pizza. So I'm just pointing that out for whole the whole audience to consider. Uh, do we have somebody that is uh, ready to answer the, the trivia question? Okay, let's do it. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. I worked out yesterday, which was really good, so I don't have to work out today, which is even better. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so I'm taking a break. All right, here you go. Class. Hey, I wanted to thank you for oh. uh, your teaching this morning. That really um, strengthened my faith even more. Oh, that you mean what we started off with today? Um, well, no, I don't remember, but I remember what you were talking about. That's all. <laughs> if it strengthened you, I'm for it. As long as it draws you into the Lord, that's what I care about. So that's good. All right, here you go. Now, that, and that's very nice of you to say. You know, I'm, I really do appreciate that when people share that with me. Because it means like, okay, well, we're on target somewhere. So that's good. All right, true or false, John says in his gospel that when Jesus went to when Judas went to betray Jesus, it was night. I think that's true. That is correct, Raimundo! That is true. He did it at night. There may be a significance only in the sense that in some of the passages it talks about more darkness and so on and so forth is done at night. But from an identifying point of view and time-wise, Judas did it at night. And and what's really amazing about that text, when you really get into it, is even the disciples who were with him didn't exactly know what was going on, but Jesus knew what was going on. <laughs> it was like, there he yeah. goes. Excellent <laughs> job. Excellent. How's Susie doing, by the way? How's, how's, how, how are your friends and people? She's doing a lot better. She's actually um, starting to sound a lot better than she was sounding there for a while. Good. Glad to hear that. That's a good thing. We'll keep praying for you. We'll keep praying for her. And uh, just keep us posted. You are more than welcome. You're such a blessing. We appreciate you. So are you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, good job there. Let's go right into our DNA. We want to get that done. DNA is what we're made up of. Uh, Not the perfect DNA, not the only Christian DNA. And the reason I say that is because it looks like there's... (laughs) Like 900 Christian DNA things going on. But for this show, this is ours because we have to have one too. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. That's the answer. Ding, ding, ding. Good job there. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, 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 never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. Always be ready, sensitive to the Lord, ready to be a a vessel, a vehicle of his love, his compassion, his mercy, his wisdom, and sometimes his discipline. And then make sure that when you're doing that, you're doing it towards other people. You're concentrating not just in your own little universe, but on other people's universes. That's 
is how you love God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and you love your neighbor as you love yourself. Okay, now the rest of this text is lights out fantastic. Is that, is that, can I even say that? Yeah, I can say that. All right, let me uh, say this real quickly. I'm just going to make a quick blurb on one line and drop to the next line. So after we talk about the defense, our defenses from God, and God is a just judge, in the next portion of the verse it says, and God is angry with the wicked every day. So I don't comment very much on political figures because they irritate me, and so I just don't bother. But there was this portion where Nancy Pelosi uh, did have something to say about God. She quite simply said, God never hates. Nancy Pelosi is wrong. God hates sin. God hates evil. And there's 20 other biblical elements that it says that God hates. So when people start speaking for God, now we're not going to be like those other people on some of the other shows that blast Nancy Pelosi saying she's got more plastic in her face than there is in the ocean. We're not doing that. What we're simply saying is she's wrong when she talks about God and probably shouldn't talk about God because she's not a Bible teacher. So shh, shh. Just what we would say. What I really want you to focus in on, did you get that? Did you get that whole routine? <laughs> Captain Chris going, yeah, that was good, Dave. <laughs> Snuck that in, did you? Uh-huh. Uh, what, what I really want you to focus on is this. And and uh, by the way, the rest of that uh, portion within that says his trouble shall return on his own head. This is when you know God judges people. Is the the big focus is going to be on verse seventeen in Psalm seven, where it says this: "I will praise the Lord." According to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. You think, oh, yeah, that's what, who cares? I mean, that's not what does that even mean? What it means is this you don't praise God according to your outcomes. <laughs> uh oh, oh no, wait, don't do this, Dave. Yes. You praise God according to his righteousness, not according to how you think the ducks should line up. And that becomes an issue of trust on our part. You see, you actually have to execute trust and confidence in God when the ducks are lining up differently than you thought they should. And yet still, because God is righteous, we are called upon to praise him. Praising God when things aren't going the way you want is not pie in the sky. Praising God fakely does not help you since God knows it's not sincere. But genuinely being thankful to God, by the way, he knows every nuance of what's general, uh, genuine and not, what's authentic and not, what's fake and not. But genuinely praising God because he is righteous and he cares. That is what David expresses that needs to be done. His situation, by the way, in this particular uh, psalm, in the Psalm 7, had not yet been resolved. He's writing the psalm. The situation is still pending. It doesn't have the outcome that he gets to see it and go, yay! I win. That didn't happen. Ultimately, it happened. It just didn't happen yet. So he closes this song or this psalm by saying, I'm going to praise you according to your righteousness, not based on what I think 
the outcome should be. And when you do that, you express true confidence in the faithfulness of God. This is my argument. Um, There's some people that, and we've had this argument a, a couple of times. I've had it with myself on the show, so I'm not sure which one of us won. But the idea that you praise God for everything and through everything and in everything, it's not that every moment is always exalted in praise, but it is the understanding that where God is going to bring it, is worthy of praise. And while what you go through may feel very sharp and very difficult, you trust that he has your best interests in mind and that it will come to the place that it's supposed to come. And that in in an ultimate fashion, you will get to the desired haven, specifically if that's surrendered to God and it's where God wants you to go. So there's a, there's a difference there. I don't want you to get the idea that in, in the midst or the middle of encountering every tragedy that there's nothing you could ever say but thank you, thank you, thank you. Because within Scripture, there's plenty of times where they went to God and, get, and went, really? <laughs> what? What's going on here? What you doing? In fact, in one chapter, it says that David was angry with God, and in two verses later, it says he was afraid of God. I mean, one verse, like, one, like, what? I'm really, really, really mad. Okay, but don't strike me, because you see what I'm saying? That's the human part. That part's okay. There's nothing bizarro or weird about that. But it is understanding that praise comes about because we have a confidence that God's righteousness is in play and it will work out for good because all things work together for good to them that are called, to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. So if you love God, you're called according to his purpose, and you know whether you're called or not. You know whether he's called your name. You know whether he tapped on your shoulder and said, over here. All of it will work for good. Is that promise for every person on the planet? No. It is for genuine, authentic believers. And because it will work out for good— you can be praiseful in the process till it gets there. If it's authentic, it's just a, a genuine expression of faith. That, that's just so cool. It's like, oh, yeah, I like that, right? It's not phony, baloney, weirdy stuff or any of that other stuff. Don't tell me that line about Nancy Pelosi wasn't funny. It was funny. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. 
By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, and grand wisdom like so few can, right here on KAAM. Where uh, T and I have just been talking off air, trying to figure out how bizarre things can get real, how bizarre can it really get? I mean, it's going to get so weird. They're going to say stuff and people are just going to go, huh? (laughs) A woman to that. A woman to that. That's going on the clip. I'm going to find that, repeat that, and put that on there. That's too funny. (laughs) A woman to that. A woman to that. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM.